0: And in this video, I'm going to be talking to you about, Will my ex miss our life together? Well, one of the scariest things about going through a breakup is feeling like your ex just doesn't care about you, doesn't care about the life that you built, doesn't care about anything that you've done over the weeks or years that you've been together. And it can be incredibly scary because oftentimes, When an ex has made a decision to end the relationship, at that point, they have no interest in you, in staying in contact with you, or the life that you have built. It happens a lot. Because when somebody feels like the relationship is working, and that is what they're going through at that time, trying to get them to see all the good that you've built together, simply isn't going to work, okay? Remember, people's feelings change, and it can be incredibly difficult to absorb that and to believe it, but how you felt two months ago is completely different than how you feel today, and there's a very good chance that If you give your ex space and time away from you, they are going to miss that life that you had. Now, of course, every situation is so completely different. And every day when I'm talking to you guys, no situations are ever the same. I mean, sometimes I I see themes, but there's so many different variations based on your ages, um, your length of the relationship how emotionally healthy you are, attachment styles, your level of differentiation for mental health, your level of attachment traumas, your insecurities, your uh, self-esteem, all of these factors come into play when it's trying to figure out what's going on in your situation. And all those are the things that I can look at. And just on some level, I kind of absorb it and, and... get a general sense because I've been doing this so long and I could see things that are going on for you guys. And I know you're always terrified that they're not going to miss you, but we are not robots. We are human beings. And from the, one of the first things that we do is attach to our caregivers, right? Right around three months old, we attach to our caregivers. Now, some of you are thinking, wait, three months old? Yeah, well, Mother Nature has it wired into us not to attach too soon because, say, you had a mom that passes away in childbirth, then you would be attached to that. It would be devastating. So, we kind of attach around the three-month mark and then we, you know, bond with them and that's where we, you know, learn love is through our relationship with our caregivers. Primarily mom, but of course dad has a big impact on that too. But because we attach, you have to remember, like that is human beings primary survival mode, is our attachment to others. We don't have turtle shells. I mean, maybe a couple of us do, but for the most part, we don't. We don't have claws, except for a couple of people on maybe one of those crazy TV shows or fangs, right? We have our attachment to each other to keep us safe. You attach to your people that are close to you, and they kept you safe. And that is also why we have anxiety. Anxiety is to keep us safe. If we stay close to those people, that anxiety keeps us close to those people so we don't wander too far off where we would die. Even if by accident, right? A hundred thousand years ago, you might bump into a a bear or a tiger or whatever. Uh, A dinosaur, obviously. Some of you are like, what? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But, so you've got to understand. Yes, when we attach to another person we are going to miss them it may not happen right away obviously it depends upon your situation you know if you have only been dating for two weeks you're in a completely different situation than somebody you've been with for two years right obviously just that's just it is what it is um but they were attached to you and they had their hopes and their dreams and their fantasies and their Uh, experiences and their memories shared with you so they are going to miss those things now does it mean they're gonna want you back of course there's no way of knowing that for sure Um, and I'm not gonna tell you yes every person's gonna get their ex back because that's simply not the case but for those of you that don't remember this is an opportunity for you to change your life to motivate you to be the best version of yourself that you've ever been so it's going to be a win-win for you no matter what. Because now you've totally looked at your life, you're exploring things, and you're trying to be better than you've ever been before. But, will your ex miss your life? I get that question all day, every day, and I understand why. Yes, they are going to miss you. Will it make them want to come back? Well, there's a good chance they're going to revisit the idea of... Of coming back to you and a lot of the ability to re-attract them is going to be based on your behavior it is absolutely crucial to know how to handle your ex because if you handle situations inappropriately you're going to turn them off and believe me when I tell you your friends and your family are going to give you bad advice even most of the therapists out there to have no understanding of breakups. They understand, uh, you know, some have a good understanding of attachment and um, mental health, but really nobody studies breakups like I do. That is what my passion is, is understanding this. And they're going to tell you, write them a letter or tell them how much you care and love them which in most cases is really going to make them want to run away even further. Uh, So, you got to be careful with that, guys. Um, I have two emails today. And the first one was from a girl that I did a Skype with recently. And she just sent an email to share with you guys. She said, Hi Craig, I just wanted to say thank you for our amazing coaching session a few weeks ago. I wanted you to know that I felt so much better talking with you in person. Being able to actually see you and talk with you on our video Skype was such an exciting experience. I was so nervous, but you made me laugh right away. It really helped me relax because it was like talking with a celebrity. You guys always tell me that, and I just want you to know that we talk, I'm just going to talk with you, and I'll calm you down. Don't worry. I, I know most of you guys get nervous and really anxious talking to me, but don't worry. After a couple minutes, we'll get right into the flow of things. I want everyone to know that Craig has a way of picking up minute details that I hadn't even thought of, which blew me away because I had been thinking of everything over and over again. I did meet up with my ex-boyfriend over the weekend. I don't ever think, or I i think she meant to say I didn't. I don't ever think I'd ever been so scared in my life. Craig, you really did have me overprepared. The date went really, really good. I didn't cry like you at Applebee's. <laughs> is this, is this supposed to be a thank you email? Because <laughs> now, now we're getting into uh, a roast here. I'm getting insulted. Thanks. I could tell our chemistry was back. I noticed right away by the way he looked at me. He kissed me goodnight and he has texted me since. We, he mentioned getting together this weekend and that he will get with me after he gets his schedule. I'm going to stay committed to watching your videos and I'll set up another coaching soon to make sure I stay on track. You're simply amazing and so sweet. Hope you are feeling better soon. Well, as you can tell, my voice is not 100%. Last night I was going to try and film a video. I had no voice. Um, So today I was determined to get one out for you guys because you guys are so great and so supportive of me and the channel. And honestly, the growth of the channel has been simply incredible. And it's very hard to keep up. I do my best to keep up and be there for you guys because I know what you're going through. Um, and hopefully, 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 Margaret will be on board soon to do a limited amount of Skypes. Yes, it's very limited, obviously. Um, she's in retirement and she's got other things going on, but we're going to get her soon. It'll just be very limited, so please understand that if you do get a Skype with her, um, you're going to have to be very flexible, okay? One more email to share with you guys about a lesbian couple in their 30s that were together for about three years and they lived together for two of these years. Now, they have a complicated situation here because they have an adopted son. Now, according to the woman, let's call her Becky. Becky, who wrote the email, said, I have an adopted son, but it was her idea. So, as you can see, this is a very complicated now situation over this little boy. I don't know how old he is, but now we've got a son that she's adopted. What is Becky's girlfriend, let's call her Laura, what is Laura and her um, responsibility to this little boy? Did they adopt him together? Or... Is it Becky's responsibility? Because that throws an entire wrench in the situation. Not that the kid's a wrench, but understanding what's going on here, this makes it a lot more complicated. She says, uh, Her father is a farmer and is an alcoholic, but was not abusive. Was not affectionate to his kids. A quiet type of person. Somewhat verbally abused by my partner's mother. So now we know that dad was not very affectionate or loving and mom was somewhat verbally abusive. Her mother is a grade school teacher, quite the opposite of the father. She loves entertaining people and going to social events. She attends to the needs of the kids. The grandmother was verbally abusive to them as well. She once told me that her grandmother disapproves the relationship of my partner's parents. So, you know Grandmother has made everybody's life miserable, huh? Alright, as far as the breakup, she said, I made her feel the most horrible person and that I abused her emotionally. Okay. Wow. So, my gut would tell me that... Was it Becky that wrote the email? I think it was Becky. I think that's what I called her. Becky has a tremendous amount of anxiety. And that she is negative because she's trying to control Laura. Because when we are anxious, we are very self-absorbed. It can be hard to hear this, but that's the way we operate. We're in primal panic, and the only thing that we care about is feeling connected to our partners again. So, Becky was horrible and abusive. Why? Well she probably had it in her own childhood and now she's trying to control Laura and make Laura do what she wants her to do so Laura said she is tired she misses her old self that I was selfish meaning Becky she wants to prioritize her career and family well that's interesting Because I thought you adopted a little boy with this woman. Is that not your family? Are you prioritizing your mother, Uh, was verbally abusive? Because that's what I'm reading. She wants space. I was not consistent. We had financial issues. During the breakup, I cried, I begged, and did a grand gesture. Did not consistently do the no contact. The two biggest problems in the relationship was that I just didn't listen and did not try to understand her. That's right, because of the anxiety. The anxiety caused you to be self-absorbed and selfish and you didn't care about what she wanted or needed. You were just always trying to get her to do what you wanted. can't love somebody like that. They want to run away and get away from you if you do that. And we do these things on such a tiny, microscopic level that these minute transactions we do all day, every day, you're not even aware of. I'm telling you, it could be an eye roll. They could say, hey, what do you think of this new purse? And you're like, ugh, you bought something new? It could be, Hey, I hey, let's go see this new movie. Really? Another romantic comedy? We just saw one. Why not go see this action movie? These are the little things that we do. Tiny little microtransactions all day, every day. Hey, did you want to get a large popcorn? A large, are you kidding me? That's $43, right? <laughs> um, so her behavior and attitude was a problem here. All right. So she says, Hi Craig, I have been watching your videos for several weeks now, every day. I wish I had found you sooner. I hear that a lot. I am short with money. That's the reason I signed up for an email coaching. English is not my first language and I apologize in advance for my grammar. My partner after my ex of eight years cheated on me. She was on the same situation. We dated, became a couple after three months. She infated our first kiss and intimacy. She said she loves me because I was patient and understanding, since she has mood swings and controlling. Interesting, so she had mood swings and controlling too. Well, based on her family history and the grandmother and the parents, I wouldn't be surprised if something is going on there. If I had to speculate, maybe some type of personality disorder or bipolar, I don't know enough, just throwing that out there so you might get an idea. Oh yeah, something like that could be going on. After a year, she asked me to move in with her. I refused because of my past. She felt that I didn't want to be with her. I love her so much and I felt so bad I agreed. Her parents don't know about us because of religious beliefs, but her sibling knows. That is often a big issue with uh, lesbian and gay couples, not being able to tell your family because fear that they will reject you or... Uh, separate you from the family, or family might disown you. So that is something that comes up pretty often. Our intimacy level dropped since we adopted our son. We hardly spent time together like we used to, but I still tried to understand she was very hands-on to our son. Okay, so I don't know if you adopted him together. I don't know if there's legal bind with her and this child? You you said it was your idea or her idea, but you adopted him, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But, obviously, if she's legally bound to him, then I would think she would take on a lot more responsibilities after this breakup. But, this is a really unique situation. I started working with a new company and met the most stressful boss. Lucky you. I started to be short-tempered, I admit I lost the person that she fell in love with. We argued a lot. And she said, I just listened to respond and not to understand. Well, it can be very hard to break that pattern, but you must do it. And that is why I always tell you guys, you have to really make long-lasting changes. Because if you don't, that's one of the things that will change right back, where you will... Uh, not be attentive to your partner and giving, being emotionally present to give them what they need. She became busy with her laptop because of her work and spends time with her cell phone. She became cold to me and our son. Eesh, that's not a good sign. I mean, to you is one thing, but to your son? She started posting on Facebook about relationships but not the positive ones. My anxiety level rose up, and I asked her about it. She said it was nothing, and she just shared it. That's nothing. Just completely ignore me. Just ignore that last paragraph about me berating you. It's not really about you per se. What? Come again? Yeah, there was a little warning sign for you. So I let it go, as well as she was getting mad whenever I asked her. One time, she said that she will be going out of town with co-workers for an overnight stay. I lost control of my emotions and said, Are you forgetting that we have a son? I could see why you were upset. She got hurt and said, I made her feel that everything is her fault. She went cold. This was in late August. Well, um, I could see both of your points there. Obviously, sometimes we need to get away. But it sounds like the other building up resentment that you were having overheard the Facebook post, her spending all this time on the laptop and the phone, was causing you to feel like, hey, now you're going away on top of everything else? few weeks later, she said the scariest phrase. I need space. I begged and cried. She said she will stay until our lease expires in November, but she cannot wait until November and decided to move out by the end of September, because she is unhappy and unsure about us. But she also said, we are still together, and we'll try to work it out, but by not living together, and we'll still see each other. I agreed. Hey, here's my plan. I think we should really work this out. I'm going to move out. Don't ask me where I'm going or what I'm doing, and I'll call you. Don't call me, but we're still together. Yeah, um... Look at her actions. They're not lining up with her words. If she was really committed to working it out, she wouldn't be moving out. All right. For the remaining weeks that she is with us, she will give me mixed signals. We still have sex. Then the next day she's cold again. She said it's because she can't forget what I said to her. I don't know what you said to her. You didn't say that part. She also blocked me on Facebook and Instagram why we are still together. Oh, that's lovely. Hey, I think we should work this out. I'm moving out. I'm gonna block you on Facebook and Instagram, but, you know, we're gonna work this out, right? Actions and words are not lined up here at all. I would be really frustrated and confused if I was you, too. The day before she moved out, we had a great time. No drama at all. And we were intimate that night. On the day she is leaving, she saw my sad face and said don't make it harder she hugged and kissed me don't make it harder Uh, harder for you what about for me it doesn't seem like she's really caring about her feelings huh don't make this harder for me as I move out and we're gonna work this out right you know that right actions and words not lined up what about this poor kid he's getting ignored too after she left she did not contact me for two days I texted and asked her to see her. She said, okay. We talked. And she said she needs to find herself. She's unsure of her feelings. She doesn't want to give false hopes. And we are no longer in her priorities and not thinking about us. Wow. Well, that sure changed quickly, didn't it? It went from I'm moving out but we're going to work this out. I'm blocking you on Instagram. And now she's not even prioritizing you and her, your son. And I suspect she feels free right now and doesn't like her responsibilities. I asked if there is someone else. She said no one. I had lost self-control and told her, Don't blame yourself if something happens to me. You were being real dramatic there. This is my biggest mistake. She got upset, then I left without saying anything. Three days after, I sent her flowers and she texted me and said, Can you stop spending money where it shouldn't? That's one of the reasons I fell out of love with you. I know you have very little. Move on. Leave me alone. This coming from the girl who had just told her they were going to work it out. See how I told you feelings change? They could change one way, but they can always change another and go back again. I told her that I was just wanting to say I'm sorry. She responded, whatever. I then stopped contacting her. After she is leaving to go on vacation, I called her and said, take care, and she said, okay, thanks. I contacted her again after three days and asked how was her training. She responded, I feel so happy. This is what I've been waiting for. Enjoying my life with no responsibilities at all. I am so happy. I responded that I am happy for her and replied, and she replied, thanks. You replied, you're happy for her? I wouldn't have replied, I'm happy for you. I would have been like, you're happy that you don't have any responsibilities? Uh, you chose to adopt a child with me. That is your responsibility? You don't care about this child? See, right now, I think this woman is living in a complete fantasy. I don't know what's going on with her, but all of a sudden, she just wants to feel disconnected and free. But how can she completely detach from a child like this? I don't think she can, unless there's something really wrong with the way she's wired. But how can anyone not be attached to a child that they adopted? After that, she talked to my friend. My friend sent me the screenshots of their conversation. She told my friend that she is enjoying her life. No bad vibes. She gets to enjoy her work. She doesn't miss me at all. She realized she doesn't feel anything for me. But she also said that we're still together, but she can't see that we can work this out since I am not making any effort. She's the one not making any effort. (laughs) Reality distortion going on right there. I got confused because she asked for space. That's right. And if you hadn't given it to her, she would have been even meaner and colder. She also said she will make me stop. Not sure what she meant. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. She also called me two-faced and acting like a victim. Oh, wow. She's got nice things to say about you to your friend. I'm in no contact for two weeks now. What should I do? Our son is with me, but she's not reaching out. I'm so confused, especially she said that I wasn't making an effort when she's the one that asked for space. Please help. I love her and want to get her back. Well, okay. First things first. You need to figure out what is going on with this kid. Is she going to be a part of this kid's life or not? I don't know what the legal responsibilities that you have worked out are. Um, If you want to hold her to them, or if you just want to say the hell with her, I'll take care of this kid by myself. I don't know. That's one of the first things you're going to need to figure out. I I mean, I think she's just living in a fantasy right now. How can anyone block their feelings for a child? I I don't know how... Someone could do that. I mean, she'd have to have some real serious attachment issues for that to be the case. I don't know how long you've had the child, but you guys have been together for three years. So I'm guessing for at least a while. I mean, but even if you adopted that kid for four months, five months, wouldn't you be attached to it? Of course. I don't see how not. So I think whatever's going on with her, you know, she's living in this fantasy world right now. And she's probably got all these chemicals released in her brain where she's got all these endorphins and, and, um, adrenaline and everything seems great. But I think she's going to come crashing down. And I don't think it's going to be that long before she starts to have a lot of lonely nights thinking about you, thinking about your child and wondering what you guys are doing and then starting to second guess herself. So... You got to let her come to you when she's ready and, you know, make her work to get back into your life because if you don't, she might come in and out, come in and out, and that's going to hurt this kid. You need to see that she's invested and is going to be a good parent for this child because it's not fair to them to lose this parent coming in and out of their life. She's here, she's there, she's here than her. Let her have her time. Do your own thing. Work on you. Focus on being a better version of yourself. And that way, when she comes back, you guys can act like adults and figure out what you're going to do here because there is a kid involved. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype coaching. And if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency after-hours coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I will talk with you soon.